she's like, well, if they didn't have fences, there wouldn't they wouldn't be on the wrong side of the fence. And he's like, well, then they'd be standing in the road. Why would they do that? Oh, that's just what they do. No. No, they don't just randomly stand in the road. They stand where they stand, which tends to be where they're eating or... or the writing. The writing of that. If you didn't have this fence, they wouldn't be on the wrong side of it. Howdy folks, this is Hedgepod, a podcast about how our mass media reinforces the cultural hegemony of the ruling class. I'm Jack, my pronouns are they and them. I'm also okay with he and him. I'm Nova, my pronouns are he and I'm, him. Uh, <laughs> I'm Athena, my pronouns are she, they. <laughs> what, we do, what we do here is explain and explore the many ways that popular media is used to consciously and unconsciously enforce the ideology of the ruling class. Cultural hegemony is a component of Marxist philosophy. We're leftists here, which means we have radical takes like cruelty and a lack of empathy do not inherently equal strength. Uh, you can you can still be a badass and, and care about people. What we're going to be looking at this week is an episode that, that I brought in after I watched this a few weeks ago when it came out, and I was just like, immediately, we got to do this one. It's an episode of a, of a relatively recent show called Yellowstone. It's season four, episode six. It just aired uh, a few weeks ago. So we'll be discussing major spoilers for the series up to this point. So if you're a fan of the show, you might want to get caught up with the show before listening to this one. So keep that in mind. <laughs> if, if you're a fan of the show, why are you a fan of our show? <laughs> it begs the question, doesn't it? It begs the question. With that, we'll just get right into it. context on the show is a little whack so basically to get to this point you know we're four seasons deep and this the show follows the dutton ranch which is this yellow the dutton yellowst the yellowstone dutton ranch something like that i don't know they go back it's like a plot point in the show they keep going back and forth like they're like it's even the characters say it sometimes they're like uh, is it the dutton ranch or is it the yellowstone ranch? it's the yellowstone dutton ranch dumbass <laughs> like it's it, that's like really what they say in the show anyway uh, so it follows John Dutton, who's played by Kevin Costner, and his children, essentially. Early on in season one, one of his sons gets killed uh, in a in a shootout between uh, an indigenous local that they're trying to like reroute a river through their land or something. I don't know. The Yellowstone is basically this multi-million dollar ranch that's like a nepotism, nepotism sort of family family ranch thing out in Montana. Uh, close to the Yellowstone Nature Reserve. So, uh, shows created by Taylor Sheridan and it's like John Linson or something like that. That that sounds exactly like the name of who that I would expect to have for somebody <laughs> who made this show. It, it's so funny because Taylor Sheridan actually plays a character in the show, and I think he makes an appearance in this episode. I'm trying to remember. Is is he the Boy Scout looking, or the not the Boy Scout, but the, the he's uh, the du- he's the, uh, the douchebag like, uh, ranch guy the the rodeo guy god that doesn't narrow it down yeah. oh, because, like, we need to also no. tell like they do not mention the names of these characters really at all i got two names and it's 
I've kind of right. taken it upon myself to make sure that I write down the names when they're mentioned. I was right. like halfway through this when I realized I've only written down two names. I got to the point where I was called, it's like, oh, that's Shotgun Dude, that's uh, Stabby McGee, that's <laughs> etc. Yeah. So I'll, I'll so quick quick recap yeah. then. John Dutton's Kevin Costner. He's the patriarch of the of the ranch. Their kids, uh, Beth, Casey, and Jamie, uh, his kids are basically like fighting over. You know, they're not really so much fighting over who's going to inherit it. They're just kind of all fighting with everyone else in the world. It seems on keeping the land. So sometimes they fight with. So, so it's not even good enough. It's to be It's not succession. even good enough to be succession. Yeah, and I haven't seen succession. I really want to see it after watching this. Um, it's real good. But they they fight with Tom Rainwater, who's a local indigenous. You know, like a, he's like high level. He's not like a chief, but he's uh, he he owns a casino. So because of course he does. Oh my god! Because <laughs> there wasn't and, a whole uh, lot, and even that, I was right. like, I'm getting bad vibes. Like the the few yeah. indigenous people that were on the show yeah. and it's oh god well something about the that's interesting about that is have you ever noticed that like people that that really like glorify and fetishize cowboys like are kind of really into indigenous like native stuff too but they're into mm-hmm. the yeah. appearance well, of I mean, it exactly i think it was it's, it was a common Actually. thing that like you know cowboys would like like would grab stuff from here and there and right Decorate the yeah, inside of their Yeah, it was basically like trophies with... for them. Like it's really gross. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. It is really gross, and it, yeah. you get that vibe throughout the entire show too. It's like, and they even bring it up. So, uh, one of the characters, uh, uh, Monica, who is the the son Casey's wife, is uh, is a native, and she's actually played by a Chinese lady. So the actor is not native, but the character is, mm-hmm. and she's like one of the most outspoken characters in the show. That's like. In fact, people like the like right wing fans of the show are like, oh, I wish that this lady would shut up because every, day, every she's too woke, you know. Like this talks of like trying yeah. to give the land back to the natives and all that stuff. It's too woke for me, you know. And the funny thing about it is that like she's not even a native actor. Like the 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 character that they made to be the most vocal about indigenous reparations. And restorative justice is is not actually a native themselves. It, they do have na- natives in the show too. It, it should be pointed out. No, but she is, of course, an unreasonable. It should scold. be pointed out too, exactly. though, that these people then are criticizing their being an antagonist for these things, because mm-hmm. this show is not going to be giving any land back. Let me tell you, no. I, I I have no. understood that from watching one episode of this. So it's honestly mm-hmm. just a plot point, and they're probably just going to eventually do a whole stickman argument to this person. Yeah. But that means that these people are so fragile, they can't even have an antagonist with these ideas without being threatened. They've actually written themselves into a corner a couple times on the show because, you know, Monica's character will bring up some, like, very good points about the indigenous land and the fact that the Duttons, like, took it from them. Tom Rainwater's character will bring up some very good points. And then almost every time they have to do something to make them hateable. You know, like, they almost always... As soon as you start being like, huh, you're right, they did steal this land. Why are they, you know, like, why why aren't they just letting it go? Or why aren't they, you know, because it's like... They have, like, a legal standing to it. Because it's it's right, their way right. of life. It's, it's cowboy, cowboy stuff. stuff. 
So that that's basically the general gist of the show is that there's their land, this family ranch that's been a thing is always, you know, it's this long-standing legacy. There's a spinoff show now, 1883. I think Tim McGraw's in it. It's the same showrunners. It looks a lot better, uh, in my opinion, because uh, it already has a spinoff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's actually running. That show's running now. Really in my opinion, it looks better because, yeah. <laughs> The white lady, the white lady love is real of Yellowstone, like it's 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 like unbelievable. So Beth Dutton is one of the most popular characters. She's like the daughter of Kevin Costner's character, and she's like this big business lady. So she's always like, and these people are all super powerful, by the way. So it is like Secession and that, or you know any of those other shows. They're like super powerful people. They have. I mean, at one point, Casey's like the ag commissioner or something, and you know he was in Afghanistan, and you know has he's got PTSD he and he's a hard ass and all this other stuff. And then, the and then the other son is a is like the family lawyer, and he was the uh, attorney general for a while, and he's running for governor and all this other stuff. So, and then Beth is like this big business lady. You know, that is that's probably the most accidentally accurate thing right. in the entire show because I'm thinking of in Ohio you have the DeWine family Mike DeWine was lieutenant governor back in the uh, 1990s and he managed to parlay that into becoming a senator he was a senator during a lot of the Bush years uh, and he parlayed that into becoming the Ohio Attorney General and then he parlayed that into becoming the Governor of Ohio and his son is currently sitting on the Supreme mm. Court of Ohio How about that? and his parents owned a seed company, the DeWine Seed Company and the seed company that they had provided the seed capital for his political right. career I, so, I yeah, see I mean, locally if it wasn't for the if money if you can't trust that. me, side note, I'm sure Always. oh they were no, they're, they're a local one. They're yeah, a local I meant seed not a corporation, though. I meant, like, you know, yeah. heirlooms, because they're always well, way better. It, so, on that note, though, let's get into the, the actual show the episode itself. <laughs> <laughs> we sadly do. So, the context of the show going up, there, the most of the meat of the show revolves around the Yellowstone Ranch. And I will admit, it is gorgeously shot on location in Montana. There is, like just in, insane amount of landscapes and just gorgeous the b-roll is backdrops. the best part oh yeah the the yeah the b-roll is the is absolutely the best part just like fantastic shots cinematography stuff is great like the music even is i mean the composed music uh <laughs> not the not <laughs> not the diegetic music the actual stuff that's like composed in the background is is fantastic so the, the high production quality lots of money behind this one so that brings us to the opening scene there in the in the kitchen it which is like this dining area here is like the big uh like it's it's a major plot point of the whole thing so they've got well it doesn't actually open with this they we've introduced a new character in season four who's like this protester right so the to get up to this point in the episode this protester played by piper parabo is like a she's protesting the expansion of a drilling operation or something like that and uh she basically gets arrested. So what's happened is John has bailed her out uh, because he had to, like, teach her a lesson about, you know, using your energy the right way and all this other <laughs> boomer tone police bullshit. 
uh, about her protesting. He had to, uh, you know, he had to be daddy mm-hmm. to her. She needed uh, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what it is. So, so we open up the episode. Finally, here we are, twelve minutes in. So, there's a guy that they are sitting down at this table, and this table is a recurring character in and of itself. Um, and of course, they've got like a, a cook that's like waiting on them or something like that, and. Uh, they are well i mean before we get to that i want to talk about beth just walking in and freaking the crap out i knew it who the fuck are you who the fuck are you i'm the bitch about stabby in the stomach i'm sorry i didn't know he was married now here's a situation i couldn't have dreamed up in a month of sundays yeah so when she walks in, there's the the protester character, Summer is her name, is sitting there, right? And and what and Beth walks in and and she says she's like, you know, worried about her dad or whatever. Well, here's my thing, like as someone who has not seen the rest of this show, I thought she walked in on someone sleeping with her husband, the way she was acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- yeah. And the way the other right. lady acts, too. It's like, that's what yeah. she thinks, She too. grabs a knife and is getting ready to stab Summer. And, and Summer thinks that Beth is John's wife. Like, I mean, you, you can see that. Like, she's... Summer, of course, picks up, like, a milk carton or something like that. And and then yeah. Kevin Costner's character is like... John Dutt comes in and he's like, uh, here's a situation I couldn't have dreamed up in a month of Sundays or something yeah, like that. Yeah, just the worst dialogue. Just, just terrible, terrible stuff. Uh, like, Kevin... <laughs> absolutely, the way... It's Kevin Costner trying to be Clint Eastwood, <laughs> trying to be John Wayne. I, I just... And here's the thing that's also really creepy. Like, because, you know, they, they've... they Wait, did they actually end up sleeping with each other, or did I misunderstand that? I... I honestly can't remember, but I don't think they did. No, they don't the, think they... Don't the think way they that she acts, she acts like they slept together, but you're not clear if that's because they slept together or because she's trying to, like, get a rise out Which of... Which doesn't make right. any Beth, sense to me either. I'm going to call Scarface. It, it doesn't. Like, it, it is so disgusting men writing women. I've, like... You would think it would be straight from oh, the yeah. subreddit at this point. Yeah, and so Beth calls her a hooker, and they grab their weapons and talk about each other's boobs. Dad... If you're going to hire a hooker, would you please let me get you a good one? Beth. Hope you didn't pay full price for that boob job. Actually, God gave me these for free. Looks like he gave me yours, too. It's seven in the fucking morning. I do not have the energy for this shit. Now put it down. She's a guest in our house. (laughs) This reminded me so much of something out of, like, Kill Bill. (laughs) Right, right, right. Except not good cinematography but the whole scene in the kitchen was very kill bill to me like you see someone and suddenly you your eyes lock and you must battle insert the pokemon music it's, that's it. That was what it yeah. looked like. That's the whole way the whole thing was framed. Like, and and then and jo- they look like each other too. So like that was really creepy mm-hmm. to me too. Yeah. Because like it's like right. so we yeah, get this whole thing of like this is you know like I at the time I thought that that he, they had slept with each other. So mm. he's sleeping with people that look like his like exactly like his daughter, which 
Yeah. I had a hard time telling them apart. Yeah, you have to beg. It begs the question too. It's kind of like okay, well, even the from a showrunner's perspective, like I'm a writer. Let's pretend I'm a writer for the show. Like I don't know how I'm going to pull this off, but <laughs> I'm going to try. So, because you can lower yourself that far, I'm going to I'm going to try. So we they come in, and, and and Beth comes in here, and she sees this 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 gorgeous blonde girl that looks like her, and and she thinks that they slept together. So she's mad, but then. They don't immediately just say like we didn't sleep together. I was just like trying to get some breakfast or whatever. Or I, I just I can't. I, well, <laughs> I can't make my brain work. I'm in going this way. to. Why would you think this is a good scene to write? Is my point. I'm going to know? read what I found out because I wanted to make sure that this was actually a, a man who wrote was writing women, and I I discovered something. So I'm I'm going to read this that I I got from Wikipedia. In 2013, Taylor. Uh, Sheridan, is that how you pronounce his last name? I, I, th- okay. I guess. Begin <laughs> work on this. Assuming it's like yeah. the Civil War. General. Begin work on the series, having recently grown tired of acting and began writing screenplays. Oh, woe, woe is me! Uh, having lived in the rural parts of states such as Texas and Wyoming, Sheridan purposely set the series in Montana and went about writing the first scripts in Livingston. On May third, twenty seventeen, it was announced that Paramount Network had greenlit its first script series. I'm going to skip ahead here. On October 2017, it was announced that following reports of sexual abuse allegations against producer Harvey Weinstein, his name would be mm. removed from the series credits, as would the Weinstein <laughs> Company. Hmm. And it all becomes mm-hmm. clear. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of comes together all at once. The company you keep... Now, they're still involved. Still involved. They are still economically mm. involved. But. Well, it's like that meme that... Or not meme, but that gif that's been like circulating around, too, that... Like a, it was like Courtney Love saying like, you know, back in 2004 or something like this. Like if you get invited to a party at Harvey Weinstein's, don't go or something like that. You know, because uh, she was like being interviewed or something. They were like, "Do you have any advice for young people in Hollywood?" And that was what she said. Like she put her career on the line, basically. Like I don't like Courtney Love, but you know, it was kind of an interesting thing. Like that's been circulating again. Like she knew something was going on. So. Basically, anybody that, in my book, at least, anybody that throws in with the Weinstein Company is, you're pretty much going to have the dregs of uh, of scum, uh, I think, working on this. And, I mean, you can only turn a blind eye to it for so long or whatever, in my opinion. So, I hold no quarter for those folks. Anyway, we, <laughs> we get to my favorite part of the entire episode. And what by favorite, I mean, probably most cringeworthy part. John does a little uh, I'm, I'm getting too old for this shit he Murtaugh's the, the moment and all this stuff and <laughs> he he gives it, he gives Beth a rundown on, on how they meet and everything and you know she thinks he's losing his mind and so on cause you know and <laughs> he asks this cook Gator to uh, to make summer something with no meat and no eggs Is there anything to eat that didn't have a heartbeat last week? Uh Orange juice didn't have a heartbeat. Is it non-GMO? I'm not sure what that means. It means the scientists didn't alter the DNA of the orange to make more money and ravage our bodies. I just buy big bags from the grocery store. Do you like wheatgrass? I do. We have a whole field of it. Hey, Gator, would you go up back, pick some wheatgrass, throw it in a blender? She's gonna love it. You grow wheatgrass? We grow wheat which is a grass, until it heads out and then it's a grain. It's a different kind of wheat. No, 
See, I know you think that it just magically appears at Jamba Juice, but no, grass grows in the ground. Gator, summer's a vegan. Would you make her something with no meat or eggs? Or milk? Or milk. Or butter. Or butter. Maybe some pancakes. I don't eat gluten. What's gluten? So wait, you'll eat the wheatgrass, but you won't eat the seed. Our bodies aren't designed to digest it. Who told you that? Doctors. My doctor never told me that. Well, you should get a new doctor. You should get tested for chlamydia, you fucking hippie. Uh, okay, Beth, that's it. And and Beth's like, no, no milk or no butter. And Summer's like, no gluten. And I, I just, I cringed immediately at that one because it was like, okay, okay, you're... I, like you're trying to do, you're trying to play the like the vegan straw man here, right? Like, don't bring, I don't want to eat meat or eggs. And then, and then somebody else at the table is like, yeah, no milk and and no butter. Like, so someone else at the table is like, oh, oh, you're a vegan, right? Or, or you know, I, I'm gonna inject my own dietary restrictions on you. Like, she didn't say that. She's like, I don't want to eat meat or eggs. Well, and then here's the thing that got me too is when he offered eggs, he said. She said, w could I get something that didn't have a heartbeat last week? And mm. I would hope no self-respecting vegan would use that line when presented eggs because I, I'm... Vegans aren't fucking stupid. Like, right. vegans know that eggs are not baby chickens. Yeah. Like, holy shit, conservatives. Get your fuck together. Like, Jesus. <laughs> And, well, and another part of it too, I think, is that like typically in my experience, you know, with vegans and you know, I guess I try, kind of try it like striving to be one myself. You know, it, when it comes to you know your dietary settings and stuff, like you either, you know, if you're not prepared to bring your own food, it's kind of like you know you'll find something. Like I'm sure there will be something in that whole ranch that would like <laughs> adhere to the vegan diet. It's like, Hey, if you don't mind checking to see if you've got something with no meat, no eggs, you know, whatever, or just say something simple. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Also, I don't eat gluten, you know, could be a thing, but it's like, it, that's one of those things. It's like, isn't gluten's not really even a vegan no, thing. Is it's it? a it's just different like, thing. It's, it's a it's completely not. Yeah. now it's if, yeah, they're they're trying to lump it because they have no idea what anybody's motivations are for not just eating whatever you can get off the shelf at Walmart. So they're trying to like mix together. I think every possible right. hackneyed bit they can imagine right. for what somebody would refuse to eat. I don't know. Like gluten sensitivity is something that's like a specific medical condition. Celiac disease. It, it is. Yeah. Yeah, celiac no. disease. And like, yeah, you do not want to well, be eating gluten. Right. I will say that yes. it was a bit of a thing for a bit. There, it, it was a big thing in the New Age movement for a bit. To I think it still is to some degree to not eat gluten. And some of it was like, oh, because it's not good for you and you shouldn't eat it. That was a very small group of people. Some of it was just because they were trying a different type of diet. Some people, it's because they legitimately can't and should be respected. And... Yeah, so it's it's that thing. They're, they they are. They just really are clumping. It, this entire scene to me played out like a Facebook meme. Like you're yeah. you're scrolling it, along, and then you you that cousin Betty 
posted the thing and you're already rolling your eyes, but you read it anyway because you just love hurting yourself, I guess. And it's like, I don't know. I can't with these people. It's like, what do you do? It's, it's basically the, the Dennis Leary coffee flavored coffee bit. <laughs> it's, it is, man. Like the, the, the funny thing about it too, is that like all this aside, this straw manning about vegan culture and, and whatnot, and like making fun of her, uh, underhandedly you know at this point the audience is bound to be like riled up at this point they're like oh yeah beth sh- give it to her you know like th- those vegan yahoo liberals out there they don't know you know and then she she goes and, and says something like she's like i hope summer turns to beth and it's like i hope you find a good therapist and beth is like i hope you die of ass cancer and it's just like it's like so like, childish what? and lazy and, and just like, like if you were going to insult somebody, you could do a lot better than like, that. And I'm sure that, like, the people are, like, the white ladies that are drink, spilling their wine at this point, like, doubling over with laughter at this line, like, oh, yeah, go, go, sister. You know, like, it's, it's like, God, and they have, it hurts me. They have a cook. They have a cook. These down-to-earth, like, yeah, like, the, these down-to-earth, like, good old one-of-us blue-collar Rough and tough and whatever. I mean, who, they have a cook. Who doesn't have a servants, mm-hmm. right? Who doesn't have servants? And then Gator, the cook too, is just like, I don't, ha- I don't know if we have that. When they ask him, like, do we have anything with no meat, no eggs, no milk, no butter? Like, that's not. We and, don't have. And that. they off- like, it's like, what kind of chef is this guy? Like, <laughs> like they obviously have a cleaner too, because the place is just. It, it, it looks no. like one of those like magazines, those home garden ones at the cash the checkout counters you open it up it just seems like it's straight out of one of those pages and it's like you want me to believe that these people are fucking ranch people like i'm not saying and and don't get me wrong i'm not saying like you can't be nice but like you don't got time for that shit Mm. like well that's that just shows you this is the this is the boomer conservatives like ideal this is what they want well that and also particular the well off like yeah. what the Ben Shapiro types, the the yeah. the Republicans living yeah. in California. This is what they think ranch living's yeah. like. Yeah. Well, they just want to believe too. Like they they want to believe that like this is what it's like to run a ranch and to work on a ranch. Like it, it's one of those things you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't sit in the big house and get waited on hand and foot. And then, in the same breath, go and lecture someone about a hard day's work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's one or the other. And this show somehow manages to project the double think that that conservatives seem to love. That, like, hey, I, I work for everything I got in this life, you know. Uh, and then, you know, as they explain it to their servant <laughs> who's coming to wait on them, you know. Like, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that one, that scene is... Uh, was enough for me when I as soon as I watched it I was like I've got to bring this show forward just to the scene and it's we're in the opening three minutes of the episode well actually this is 15 (laughs) minutes there's still because remember because another thing that this show does and it will give you whiplash because it's like Mm -hmm. one second we're over here with uh Jimmy Timmy and and job I don't know doing something over here. I have no idea what they're doing. Then then it whips around to another scene change. There's a person standing in a field with a gun for some reason. And it whips around back over here and we're back in the kitchen and we're having yeah. the vegan scene. Like, it's right. just... 
I, you can't keep yeah. up with it. It it honestly it makes me mad because I'm like, wait, what just? Who was that? Why is this? <laughs> and for the first ten to fifteen minutes or so of the show, I thought it was a movie because I was very high at the time, and I thought <laughs> that everyone's identity would be explained during the course of the story. Like they were like introducing these people, and then they were going to explain what their whole deal was. Mm. But they didn't. Instead, they just kept adding characters. And mm. it would go from, like, character to character to character. So, like, we've got the two farmhands who are at the very start of it, who have lunch in the farm, and then are going to go out riding. And the one guy is, like, kind of new and kind of bad at all this. And then you've got the Kill Bill-style Harvey Weinstein fetish scene with the girls talking about their tits and, like, facing each other off in the right. kitchen with knives. And then you've got the angry breakfast scene. And then you've got this guy who's got like a beard and kind of long hair and a hat, who I guess is some sort of law enforcement. And he's got this wife and then they've got a kid and he looks at this place and he goes, we'll take it. And then she goes, I'll call animal control for the dog. And he goes, no, we'll take the dog too. Is that dog coming to the house? Is that dog back? I'm taking that damn thing to the pound twice. Baby, you want to see the house? I don't need to, baby. This is it. Yeah, I think so, too. We'll take it. <laughs> I'll call animal services about the dog. No, we'll take the dog, too. Oh. We'll check out the barn. And then they go to another guy, like, and then they go to another person. They just it really is. People. It really is. Like, every time like I think about it, this is like the freaking short story that they read from Ben Shapiro on the worst year ever. Like, it's just... <sighs> well, I, I will try to offer a little bit of grace to it, considering that this is, you know, we're in the fourth season of a long-form drama here. Like, these characters have been well-established and stuff leading up to this point, so... It's still, you know, like, in, a in lot of, of whiplash, though. It had, it had been on too long, because it's not sticking to any single cohesive plot element. It's just jerking between people. You're not it's wrong. It's like Game of <laughs> Thrones yeah, like, shit. Three storylines is is some yeah. master juggling and you better be on par. Right. But like, I mean you like wouldn't five see this and in six. Yeah, you could pick up a random episode in the middle of the series of like Breaking Bad or something, which we should definitely do. Oh but you wouldn't get this many you wouldn't get this many wires crossed, I don't think, in plot plot arcs. So it is heavy. And and then like it doesn't like follow through one and then goes mm. to the other. It like, it's like here's, like here's number one. Now we're going to two. Now we're going back to one. Now we're going to four. Now we're right. going to three. And now we're going to back to one. Then two. Then four, six, seven. It's, I, right. I, I honestly thought one of the scenes was a time skip. And I will say part of that is mm. because I I came in yes. on season four, but it was just like a perfect like something like you would think for a time skip yeah. that it was. It's just very interesting. Like I, I bet I know the exact part you, you're talking you about do. too. The part where they have the guy who's a bad cowboy, and then the other guy who's like teaching him mm. stuff and like evaluating him as a cowboy. And you get the sense it's that guy's first day, and he comes home and he's sore from riding. Yes, and that's the same. I'm sore from having to listen to the worst country <laughs> song I've ever heard about fucking Texas in his eyes. Anyway, he comes home back to the bunkhouse. And then he gets the rope and he's like, okay, now I got to practice. And he pulls this little like wooden calf stand out and is practicing throwing the lasso around it. And then they cut immediately from that to this other guy, older guy, much older guy, throwing a lasso around 
a plastic newer fake calf. So mm-hmm. I thought at that point, I thought that they were showing the one guy uh, who's married to Beth, uh, who's like the, the henchman Rip. or whatever yeah. of Kevin Costner's character. Right. I thought that he was the experienced farmhand at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who's like bad at being a cowboy is the one who later on is the one who's having trouble on the ranch and who like stabs the guy and all that and is showing mm-hmm. off these special like rodeo yeah. moves to the kid. So yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought, wait, is there a time skip here? Is this like a flashback mm-hmm. that's explaining the history between these two characters as mm-hmm. like their relationship develops? No, it's just two fucking unrelated yeah. guys. So I will say too that like, and this is not in defense, but that the same thing occurred to everyone who watched the show in real time. Like, so Rip, the guy <laughs> that wears all black, was like a fan favorite character for a long time, and and Lloyd, the older guy with the handlebar mustache, was like is one of my favorite characters. But like, this thing comes out of nowhere, and Lloyd just like flips out on this other guy Walker. Oh, hold on. Let, let's save this hat. part for last since it's literally the very last thing. Okay. But okay, uh, okay. I, I will say but, I did want to, because you did remark on the country song. I want to point out <laughs> that they are in Wyoming and it's a song about Texas, which is another... Mm. Yeah, that threw me off too. I was like wait, are they in Wyoming? Did they just call it Yellowstone because they like Yellowstone the park? Uh, and I think what it is, it's it's a point to the fact that this is a California Republican's idea because to them it doesn't matter. To them, Wyoming, Oklahoma, Texas, it's all the same shit, which is fun. It's all Go to Oklahoma and call it Texas, or especially go to Texas and call it Oklahoma, (laughs) and then come back and tell me how that went for you. Well, I will will contest that take just a little bit. Like, I think the show takes place in in Montana for the most part, and they they do a lot of dealings at the Capitol. They talk about going to Helena. Yeah, yeah. Well, they spend they they drive to the state line a lot and stuff in the show. But the whole like side plot with the Four Sixes Ranch, which yeah, is okay. actually owned by Taylor Sheridan, and I, I don't you gotta love that how self absorbed you have to be to put your own freaking ranch into your show that you're what like it would be like it tracks with what I read. <laughs> It's it's so it's it's just so cringe, man. He's like, so, I'm, I'm gonna put my own freaking ranch in the show, man. Like, ah. But yeah, and so that ranch is in Texas. Yes, yeah. But so it's supposed they, to. But they don't explain what? that. No, they don't. But it's they, supposed they, to they, be in Montana. Like, no, so so a few episodes back, they like ship Jimmy off to Texas, and so they're in two different places. But the show's and, called uh, Yellowstone. No, I, I I get that, but he this again is like. It's pathetic. It's more pathetic because the side arc is the entire reason that they wanted to do this side arc is, one, because they're going to be spinning off Jimmy's character, and two, because they had to feature Taylor Sheridan's ranch in a side plot That's so somehow. bad! Well, I guess <laughs> I, okay, okay, I get it. So so what it is, is this is... So so Jimmy is Daenerys Targaryen, mm. and so she has, he has to go to the other side of the world <laughs> yes. to learn how to be a cowboy <laughs> so that he exactly can come right. back and be the breaker of horses <laughs> and then free everybody who's still in Montana. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so real, and it probably is going to happen. Like, it did get confirmed that Jimmy is going to have his own spinoff show, which I'm not complaining about. I like Jimmy. Like, Jimmy is probably my favorite character in the whole show. Uh, I will say there was. I mean, some I, I, I share his too. appreciation for. I share his appreciation for country fried steak. Oh yeah, 
But I, I will say for him, though, because with his plot point, which maybe that's just what we should do, is we should just go through plot point and just discuss with each one. With him, you know, if he's a new person and he... I don't know why they're riding... The, at his new job, he gets in the horse and they're riding all day long. I don't know why... Did they explain that, and I just missed it, why they were just riding up and down the field all day? No. Oh, They're trying no. to, like, get him... It was like a, what do you call it, on-the-job yeah. evaluation. You would think that they would do mm. more job stuff, be a cowboy though, or not. You know, more job stuff, because, yeah. you know, being a cowboy normally involves the cow in, yeah. in an actual setting of cowboy and not just some, you know, spaghetti western. But I... Sorry, this is a big pet peeve of mine. I'm a, I actually have a background in this shit, so yeah. Um, well, and, I, and Jack does too. I think that, yeah, I think that the that the whole co- concept of it though is that the Four Sixes Ranch is kind of like a rodeo ranch, which is kind of, in my opinion, a little bit more disgusting. Even they they're not even really doing any cowboy stuff other than just for rodeo. Well, that would explain which is the rope shit. Yeah, which is a like the there there is a plot point that's explained earlier on that like Taylor Sheridan's character Travis <laughs> really why don't, why don't you just name yourself Taylor at that point you know <laughs> like anyway it's like it would be like me being like hey I'm gonna make myself a character in a TV show that I'm writing and my name is not gonna be Jack it's gonna be Mac <laughs> you know? yeah like, I mean it it, it tracks. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, anyway, he, he's uh, he's he says like oh, I, can, I can get you I can get you some horses and he's he's like working a deal with John and John's like well I'll send you a ranch hand so they do this whole trade thing and and Travis is like well I'll you give me your best or whatever and I'll 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 get you a race horse I I don't know it's so convoluted and fuzzy it doesn't really make much sense but there it it is somewhat explained it's a rodeo ranch it's okay. not like a big cattle ranch you know. Well, I guess I don't know. I, I could be well, wrong. That, that's fine. Like that—that that does make me be able to. T- uh, I did put down in my notes that no one uses rope anymore unless like it's for rodeo. So you know, hey, good job, yeah. show. You got something. But let's take let's take a second to acknowledge like how much animal cruelty there is in the rodeo oh, as yeah. well. I, I just want to go on a sidebar and say like actually fuck the rodeo and cattle calf roping and all of that stuff bronc riding bull riding all of it it's it's extremely cruel they do a lot of terrible stuff to like hype the animals up or whatever before they get on them like if for those of you don't know they they actually like tie a rope around the nutsack of the of the bull like before they do bull riding and they like you know poke them and stuff like that so they're really pissed off and everything before they let them out of the chute. Then they also just like release calves and uh, you know like they rope them around the neck, they rope them around the legs, they drop them to the ground like very hard, rope them up. They try to do it as fast as they can, and it's just really terrible. And I've seen it a lot. I've been in the rodeo a lot. I, I I used to enjoy going to them, but I don't think I could really watch it anymore. It's just too much mm-hmm. for me. I I care about animals too much to watch them get tossed around and stuff like that for no reason. You know, other than sport. Well, I agree. But, I'm a city uh, fella, so. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I don't. Well, I would not even know where to go for a rodeo. Out back behind the cafe in Stigler. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, the second point that I, I was going to make is there's a lot of like you can do with with Jimmy. There's a lot of you can do it if you just grit and be a man and just take the pain and you bear it really far down. 
So, because they went out and he rode a an unbroken horse. How's the one you rode in on? Not real broke. I think they said he's just two. No, I said I said he's not real broke. We sell the broke ones around here, Jimmy. Up and down a pasture all day long, from sun up to sundown. Mm -hmm. And if you mm -hmm. are not used to that, it will wreck you. And I honestly can't imagine what it's like if you actually have a sack down there that would also get jostled around a lot. So it it yeah. will it will make muscles that you didn't even know exist hurt. And so at the yeah. end of the day he talks about how like, well, we we'll probably keep you around. You you seem useful. Right. But you know, you're going to need to work a lot harder and you need to learn how to rope and he doesn't know how to rope. So he get in the middle of the night like with the street light Lamp post, you know, glowing. He gets out there and he starts roping, even though he's in pain mm -hmm. and agony. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's a cornerstone part of the show that uh, abuse uh, yields good results. Like that's something in terms of the hegemony of the show. I think that's really what the showrunners believe is that they're kind of like this. Is what's wrong with this generation is that they don't have any grit. They don't have any determination. They don't know how to work through the pain, you know. And and something that that, that the show just kind of gives you this sort of uh, they don't make them like they used mm -hmm. to sort of vibe the whole time because uh, and then you see them past. doing it. yes the mythic past you see them doing it to Jimmy you see them doing it to the kid they they do it they do it to the uh, you know uh, Rip and and Beth's adopted kid Carter is his name uh, he's trying to rope when they're back at the Yellowstone and they you know. The, Lloyd calls him an outcast, and they they just treat him like crap. They make him sweep shit up, and they're like, eh. they call him boy for a long Wait, time. Wait, that's Rip their kid. Boy. That's their adopted kid. What and the fuck? The worse. Yeah, so dude. much worse. I just thought that <laughs> was so, some random so kid. No, it's I mean their that, adopted that is kid. what Christians love to do is yeah. uh, adopt children to have be servants and abuse them. Exactly, and it's like it's that, just that seriously what happens the fuck? way too fucking much. I'm the, pissed. The people, the, yeah, but, yeah, I. I was kind of hoping that I was going to get to be the one to re to reveal that to y'all. Well, you were. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, so I'm sorry, but God, and here I yeah, I thought also... I thought that was their natural born kid because no. he looks just as boring and identical as the rest of them. I just thought he no. was just some random kid that popped around to help or something. Well, Who the fuck knows? He 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 is like Beth picks him up. He's like sending out. He loses his mom or something because she's like a drug addict. Or oh, something of course, like that. of course oh, she a, is. A fucking of course. course. Uh, God damn yeah, it, right, you right. fucking. Yeah. You know what? Let's let let's just count our blessings and be thankful that he wasn't black. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know they, they wanted to. Right. You know they wanted to blindside it. Yeah. Yeah. They did. They wanted to blindside it, but they did make him white at least, and then they. They they treated him well. You know, if they if the kid would have been black, they wouldn't have been able to abjectly harass him on the show like this. It wouldn't have been as acceptable, even to white people, at that point, because it would have just. I mean, even that would have been too on the nose. I think for I don't know, maybe not. Maybe I'm giving these too, too, too much credit. I bet they would have. <laughs> God damn it! Fucking hell! Do we want to talk about? The vegan and the calf, or do we want to go straight to the end? What do I got here? I'll be right back. It's on the wrong side of the fence? Yep. 
Oh, I can. Oh, yeah, I can. I can, I can talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Do so the that's. Vegan and the calf. So the and the thing is, right? So she sees this calf on. And they're obviously writing her like an absolute fucking idiot. Like I am a city person. I've never been out to the countryside, and if I see a calf next to a fence, yeah, I'm I'm actually going to assume that it is on the wrong side of the fence and that yeah. it somehow got separated. The other thing I would immediately ask is where's its mother at? Because oh. herd animals tend to keep a pretty close eye on their calves, I would think. Well, let, let's yeah. set the scene first and then I'll, I, I'm going to rip this scene to shreds. <laughs> okay. Yes. John's driving Summer back into town and he spots a calf on the wrong side of the fence. So Rip and the guys are nearby. They're kind of like moving the herd along. And, you know, he opens the fence up or what have you and reunites the calf with the mother calf. And, uh, Summer... They make a tool for that, but you can't carry it on your saddle. You should make a tool to pull that wire tight for you. (laughs) They do. They just don't fit in the saddle back. Uh, Yeah, right. They they, they patronize the ever-loving shit out of her the whole time. She's like, why don't you just, you know, do the fix the fence this way and all this stuff. And, you know, and... They, she just can't grasp why they love doing this so much. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, the, and it, it's just one of those weird Marlboro man sort of looking off into the distance, like, like we just love this work. You know, even though earlier this morning he was getting waited on hand and foot by a, a servant. Oh, and that. But, <laughs> you know, no, I wait. Go, go, go ahead. Go okay. ahead. I'll let you take it from here. Okay. So this fucking scene. They ride up, like, because he's driving her to town, so they're driving down this fucking dirt road in a spotless truck. This truck is it's so spotless. clean you can fucking nah. eat off of it. And it's huge. Nah, it's fucking huge. You don't do ranch work in a huge ass clean truck. That's the kind of shit that is all hat, no fucking cattle bullshit. It is it, all and, hat, no like, the cattle. type of fucking... <laughs> truck you would use it, it's going to probably be surprisingly <laughs> tiny that you would it's probably going to be a toyota to be honest and it's going to be dirty there's going to be dents in it it <laughs> yeah so that, that there's that the second thing is what the fuck are they doing with these cattle because it's like they're running around like tr- they're running around the cows and they're like oh we're gonna move these cows over to the other field which is a thing this is a thing that you do Yes, it is. Right. You don't run around the cows to do that. Like, what the fuck are they fucking doing? And and so they don't notice the calf. It's um, mm. Daddy Boss Man, which is what I've nicknamed him because he's the patriarch, and uh, <laughs> the vegan are in the are the ones who spot the calf. <laughs> Where's the fucking mom? That calf is really young. If it's that separated, the mom would be on the fence with it. And let me also explain to you how it would have gotten this far on the fence. Is normally what happens is it'll get out and the herd will move. And instead of going back in, it'll follow the herd down the fence line as close as it right. can. The mom would have been right. on that on the fence with it. <sighs> he. They would have run just like it would. They would have found it up the road. They'd have been just the crap. And it and it's like it's funny. The the first thing I thought when I saw it live, I was like, "Why did they just cut?" The right, fence? exactly. You wouldn't grab do the that. fence. And they could just grab the fence and put. Cause I know this because I've done it a bunch of times growing up <laughs> on a cow ranch. You could just grab the fence and bend it, you know, and then the cow will go into it. Like, because the cow <laughs> wants to be 
with the herd because it's a herd animal. It's what they do. Speaking of, oh, sorry, let that fucking point. So, (laughs) well, if there wasn't any fences, he wouldn't be on the wrong side of it. It's a she, and weren't fences a whole herd be standing in the middle of the highway? Why would they do that? Because that's what they do. Like, she's like, well, if they didn't have, if you didn't have these fences, there wouldn't, they wouldn't be on the wrong side of the fence. And he's like, well, then they'd be standing in the road. Why would they do that? Oh, that's just what they do. No, no, they don't just randomly stand in the road. They stand where they stand, which tends to be where they're eating or. The writing. The writing of that. If you didn't have this fence, they wouldn't be on the wrong side of it. Well, because see, you need to have constraints that are put on people by the uh, more you know intelligent ones who know what's going on and who are in charge. And mm. then everybody else just gets herded around like the dumb animals that they are. Mm. If you didn't have walls for people, right. then they just wind up destroying like, themselves. Mm-hmm. That's the I'm message. I'm sure the cows that would sometimes go on the road. But like, well, they are. They're cows are pretty dumb. Like you could, they'll wander into a stream and all of them will drown. Uh, my wife was a farm girl and she told me about that happening. Oh, see, I hear that with sheep, not as much with herd. cows. That's interesting. But like, yeah, I just. But my point being is like it wouldn't be like they don't because also roads are another topic that we could get into. But regardless, like. So, anyway, so there's all this. They're also busting fences and mending them on the spot. No one's got time for that shit. No No one's got fucking (laughs) time for that shit. Like, if the fence is okay, no, the the thing that you're going to be doing is you're going to be walking the fence to find where the hole is because that might be a problem. Like, that's more of a problem than busting a new hole in the goddamn fucking fence. Now, Uh moving on from that, because I could just... So... He's he's they're they're riding in circles around the goddamn cows, and it's like okay, well why are you moving these cows? Ah, oh, they're bear signs around here, so we gotta move them to this pasture. So there's no now. Here's the thing: I'm not gonna say it's impossible, because it's not. It's not impossible that there could be a bear problem. Moving the cows aren't gonna fix it. I don't know if you know this: bears move. They can move, and they're pretty smart. It it it's and not only that, but like. Honestly, where they are... Well, no, it's Montana. It's not Wyoming, it so it's Montana. Montana. They, so there are more chances of grizzlies. I will give them that. Yeah. But the grizzlies yeah, are probably going to actually go after some chickens somewhere and not so much your cow. Like, they're... Yeah, I I agree with Predators this. always go for what's easiest. Yes. And yeah. it is... Like that, that's an evolutionary advantage. It is possible for them to go after your cows, but it's not likely. It's actually... Sadly, I understand how this would work. It would probably be more likely to be written as a business expense. Like it would just be it yeah. would be a loss that you would just write up. Here's right. why you would move your cows. Here's the actual reason why you would fucking move your cows. And that is field management, grass management. Mm-hmm. Grass management is so like if you actually learned anything about cows, there are formulas for this shit. I still have a ration sheet in my computer somewhere for doing this stuff like mm-hmm. you it management it, of the grass so that that's farm science right yes it, it's very important to make sure that you do not overgraze your field or it, it'll take forever to recover and cows 
not only do you have to worry about how much they eat, but you got to worry about where they walk and where they poo and stuff like that. So you do need to rotate right. them to give the, gra the grass, the field time to, to heal. Another reason would be like maybe, oh, it's fucking fall, but like there's a mildew or um, some sort of like fungus problem with the grass. Like right. I, I, that's more of a spring. Like those things are so, normally more spring issues though. So, but <sighs> from a hegemony perspective, like there's a hundred reasons they could have used for why they wanted to initiate this plot point. Yes. Like, for Sorry. Why they wanted to move the cattle. I just, but instead they, <laughs> no, no, you're fine. But instead they had to do this whole predator thing because well, one, it's exciting to people that don't know shit about farming. And two, it's like a, we have to be the protectors because yes. we care about these cattle. You know, like we're the we're the we're the men cowboys that that do that round up. You know, what I mean, we're driving. The, it's just like part of this whole. It, you can know, I point out too? What? Like, how are they spotting bear signs when they can't spot the cat that they're supposed to be taking care of? <laughs> well, see, they were so busy looking for bear signs that that's that's why they didn't notice the calf leaving, possibly getting eaten by a bear. But you know, you got to look out for it, bear it, signs. You got to keep your, right. your eyes down. So I have some I have I have thoughts about the whole show, but I want to do this last scene mm -hmm. first uh, before we do it because it's just it was just such a what <laughs> cluster. So again, character background: Walker's this guy that plays the guitar. He's he he wears a big white ten gallon hat. Lloyd is a handlebar mustache wearing old timer on the on the ranch. They both live in this bunkhouse. For some reason, all they make all the ranch hands live in the bunkhouse. It's a main plot point and it's a constant source of drama. These people are living in tight quarters. They don't have their own rooms basically. They just Well, that know, would that would be again, expensive. I mean, if you want to have a big house, you have to be the master of the property. Yeah, what what would they do costing. if they couldn't afford their cook? Yeah, exactly. So, so they all live in the bunkhouse. So, the the final scene here enters. It's Lloyd entering into the bunkhouse, and nobody like pays attention to him. There's girls in the bunkhouse now. This was a big thing. They didn't allow girls in the bunkhouse for a long time in this series, and then they just recently started doing that. And Walker had a thing with this blonde barrel racer girl. They got it on or something, and Lloyd also did, I guess, for a while. And we can only speculate as to why this eruption happened. But Walker is singing his song or whatever and you know Laramie's like is the is the blonde barrel racer's name is like you know kissing him or whatever I, just I like, seriously and honestly thought for the longest time watching this that Laramie who I now know her name because you said it I thought that she was the vegan girl somehow because <laughs> she looks exactly look like the, the vegan all girl look the they all look the same Beth, I'm Laramie, so glad and... Beth has a scar because otherwise I would not have been able to tell her apart from anybody. Right. Yeah, and so like they're all they, that's another thing. Like everyone in this that isn't cast as a native is some blonde, you know, bombshell looking character that it's just like oh the God. stereotypical sort of It looks you like know, they're going to try out for Fox News after this if this gig doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So so Lloyd walks in, Walker's playing his guitar. And Lloyd just like for I, it is beyond me. It has passed me as to why this happened because it's completely out of step, out of character form. Grabs Walker's guitar and just destroys it, you know. And then that one of the guys in the bunkhouse, Ryan, is like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you know, just like everyone at home in the audience is like, "Why did he do that?" And Walker, you know, stands up for himself and then he calls him out and all this stuff. Says, "I I know your type from prison because Walker was in prison, so you got to do the whole." You know, prison tough guy thing or whatever, 
And he says, and Walker says, kind of a base take. He's like, you're you're only a bully until a bigger bully comes along. Which is, look, Lloyd has not been a bully at all in this show until this point. At all. It's completely out of step. Anyway, so Lloyd loses it, stabs Walker in the chest <laughs> with a knife. Which, like, you know right what, I will say I appreciated that because uh, the song he was singing was horrible. Damn, take it easy, mama. Put your head down. Uh, I ain't fucking mama, baby. There it is. Woo! Let me go. Oh, oh, All I can say is I'm feeling a big ass shit show. Get your out and here, come down around and we your smile. Oh, that works. That works. Come on, it's on the board. Who's take up? it easy, mama. <laughs> what? Take it easy, mom. Lay Hey, hey, God damn it! no fighting! No fighting! That's the rule! They ain't fighting, I'm smashing a fucking guitar! So, uh... <laughs> I, was, I was with Lloyd on this one. Yeah. I needed to, he needed to say. And then the bunkhouse erupts in chaos The, you know... As, ca- as you do when someone has been stuff. stabbed. Yeah, it does. It's a pretty chaotic scene. Sometimes. It gets pretty wild. Chaotic. Mia leaves. Mia's one of the other smart lady. Chances. I, I would have done the like, same. This place. <laughs> yeah, like anybody in their right mind would just been like, yeah. "Yeah, I'm fucking out of here." First the um, bear sign bullshit. Now this. Fuck you guys. I'm out. <laughs> right. And uh, then there's some weird, weird stuff with Rip and Beth, like, uh like getting like doing this sort of weird conservative, hyper conservative marriage shit. It's just really really weird we're looking for something but you won't tell me what what is it Hmm? the place where you make me your wife kind of place you're looking for somewhere fresh not a barn or a swimming hole or the river those places that are polluted with a thousand memories. I want a place with no memories. You know? A place where nothing happened until we happened. They talk about, they make plans for basically where he's going to propose to her or something. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I, I couldn't figure okay. that out. I thought they were already yeah. married. No, no, she said something like, you're going to take me to the place where you make me your wife or something, which is weird, because, like, this is, again, another one of those hyper I thought they were like talking about going on this. a date. Like, oh, well, take me where you proposed to me. Like, oh, God, okay. So the one, like, oh, well, this is kind of nice, I guess. It, it, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because she doesn't... That's so weird. She wants somewhere... She doesn't want to get married in a barn or in a fishing hole or whatever, because... You know, for some, it's the thing that like conservative white women still have to have like an extravagant wedding, even though, you know, they believe in this rustic stuff and you know living down home. Well, I mean, knowing these people, their barn is spotless, so I don't see what the problem is. Uh, For, (laughs) for sure, for sure. So the truck pulls up. Rip, Rip, of course, heads out with a a rifle, and Ryan's got got Lloyd with him, 
Rip asked Lloyd what happened, and it switches to show an x-ray of a knife that's, you know, inches from Walker's heart. Because they took him and to the vet, which I guess they took the, him to the. Well, they I didn't guess take the him. ranch the has a vet there. on standby. Dude, let me call the vet. Fuck the fucking vet. Call the fucking doctor. Not calling any doctor. Yeah, yeah well, they had. A, they, I noticed the X-ray machine. I used to work on that X-ray machine that they had. I was like excited for that scene. I was like, oh, it's a GAMX4. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite character. Everybody, I was. <laughs> everybody was watching. It was like, dude, that that X-ray machine is a workhorse. By the way, that thing is. Uh, anyway, I but, go well, you need that, that if you're out there working like real men doing the real the, men stuff. Nova, it is common for big ranches to have like vets on call. Uh, yeah, that yeah. part did not like. I I figured he was probably like I thought he might have been like just living there, like it was big enough that it was uh, he was their yeah. ranch vet. But. Knowing that, based off yeah. of this, this vet is probably self-respecting enough to not live on this ranch. I would hope. Right, that unit is good too for they they like that particular extra <laughs> unit because you can use uh, <laughs> you can you can X-ray uh, horses' ankles. Because it goes all the way. Oh, that's forward. actually oh, really that's impressive! Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, it is. Nasty. It's super cool. And it was—I thought it was actually cool because I was like, man, they had some. They actually, probably had some good consulting on the show because, like, that would have been the only X-ray unit you could use to X-ray a I, horse. So I had to put whoever they got. I had to put a donkey. Yeah. Like, have you ever tried to put a donkey on some blocks before? Like it. I had to. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to do that once at a uh, man, and it was really bad too because it got away, and like a girl got like really bad rope burn because of it. It was a. Uh, not. Ow. Yeah, it was it was experience. This might be surprising, but donkeys don't like having to stand on blocks. Mm-hmm. I would. I can imagine. <laughs> they're not. They're not known for being the. What, aren't? Isn't there something with donkeys and being? Stubborn? There's something about that. <laughs> something this about show is that. revealing my weird past. <laughs> oh yeah. It's your. So it's your they, mythic past. It's not that so mythical. I, <laughs> I it's, we're we're going a little long, so I'll just wrap up everything else. They Lloyd and and, and they it kind of goes back. It wraps up Casey and Monica. They're going moving into a new house. Uh, John enters the pen and pulls off his jacket and his hat. He's gonna kill Rip because that's a thing that they have to do. Like he's like, I'm gonna finish it, you know, whatever. And they Rip's like, they'll 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 hate you for doing well, it. it. Doesn't make any sense. Hold, man. hold Lloyd, on, you, you point, kind of really. <clears throat> so it's the next day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. And, yeah, yeah, next day, and uh, they have to settle this thing because Lloyd had p- committed a malfeasance, and, the, and I don't know if just, they like, revealed it. Like you, you could, like, don't call the cops, but you know, if you're white you, and someone's committed a crime in your business, maybe you could. Like, there's going to be paperwork for this one way or the other because the guy yeah. got stabbed. Like, that's yeah. Well, plus they they know they like have all the they have like connections with all the cops and stuff like they're all well connected. So of course they, can they easily are. find somebody what? with the authority to right. like do this the right way. Oh, it was, a, it was an accident. Like you, you're gonna have to do some measure of paperwork on this shit, yeah. even if it's dishonest. Even if it's to say, oh yeah, there was you know he tripped and fell on a knife, and then you get you so, know your the cop well, in your pocket the, the to cop sign thing off on it. Doesn't bother me so much. It's more just like how everything else is handled though, because like. You know, to settle this, it honestly reminds me of, like, chickens in a pecking order or something. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, there's been an infighting, so now you guys need to go to this ring yeah. and fight it out yeah. so you can figure out exactly where you is. are in the hierarchy. Because we can't just throw I'm, the guy out because of nepotism. 
Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you mentioned that because this is, I don't think this was revealed in this episode, but a common theme in the show is that the ranch hands, some of them at least, are what are called branded men, and they actually brand them with a branding iron on the chest. Are you fucking uh, kidding b- me? Because they You know, I saw that to... brand on uh, the one guy who got stabbed, because yeah. I noticed, yeah. I thought it was an uh, open heart surgery scar. No. Which <laughs> makes, I know, does not make an awful right. lot of sense, but it looks like it, so. It, yeah, it was a, it's the Yellowstone brand, they, they like, Walker and... Talk uh, about brand awareness. they 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 basically like take people out of jail or whatever and they're like we're gonna be i've still i still whoa 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 hold up so they take people out of jail to have Mm. them work on the ranch and then Mm. brand them which is Mm. something you do to livestock to Mm. make it clear Mm. who owns them Mm. and so they're indicating Mm -hmm. their ownership of these people exactly that's exactly Yikes. what happens. They make them live in the bunkhouse. They make them live in the in the quarters oh. out in the bunkhouse. I mean, but how are they? Uh, how so, are they supposed to re-enter society? I mean, you you can't let them live yeah. where people live, I guess. No, no, you're part of this family now, and you can only be part of this family because you're branded because we own you. Holy it's, it's, it's really god, gross. It's worse than I thought, it's really and disgusting. it's pretty bad. And mm-hmm. we haven't. Oh my god. Yeah, so they he tries to do this whole thing. They say they're gonna hate you for killing them or whatever, and well, it not it wasn't even a killing. It was like a a maiming. It was literally just fucking up his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he steps, which on is his like hand, literally uh, ancient. Hits him in the face, shit? stomps on his hand. Yeah, tells him it's for his own protection. And, well, I mean, I and then I, I kind of want to explain that, like, because I don't you. think we're really getting this because it's like. Because it's they they go the next day and they drag the men out. Everyone else has to watch, including the child. And he's oh, like, "Yeah, you, you got the child's got to learn the message yeah, of he brutality." He says, "If you don't, how that's how you, if you want to learn this the non-bloody way, then you watch." Boy, get over here. The only painless way to learn this lesson is to watch it. And he forces this child. Yeah. So they took they take the two people who had the grievance toss them into the pit, mm-hmm. or into the pit, the, the corral, mm-hmm. and have them fight mm-hmm. each other. And apparently it goes on for hours until they're laying there, rolling back and forth, punching right. each other. And right. finally, big... Hey, you know it's really good for you if you've just been stabbed right above your heart by a knife? Right. Is you roll around on the ground Combat. fighting for over I mean, hour. typical <laughs> macho bullshit, but like, so, yeah, so right. daddy big war bucks or whatever the fuck comes in and is like okay well I'm gonna finish this and then his second hand man comes in and is like no they'll hate you I'll finish it is your friend rep can't ask you to do that they'll hate you sir they'll hate you for doing it it's my job I'll do it I'll he's mm-hmm. my friend I'll do it <laughs> You know, I gotta put him down, Pop. He's my dog. Yeah, exactly. They so live then, for a code. They have to live by the cowboy code. Or he whatever. walks in to um, <laughs> his name's Lloyd, the older gentleman. Yeah. Right. He says, "I love you," and then beats the shit out of him, and then breaks <laughs> yeah. his hand. I love you. This is for your protection, Lloyd. You understand me? 
This is to protect you from yourself. And at this point, I wrote yeah. in my notes, I wonder what the domestic violence is like on this ranch. Yeah, and right. it It's just, you know... You have to laugh a little bit, and well, I laughed at the. I'll, I'll I'll do it. Yeah, right. It, because it, it it makes no sense. Like it it doesn't. It's it's incongruous with the rest of the story. Lo- Lloyd didn't didn't do anything up to this point in the show. Like there's been no indication whatsoever that he's and that's ever wild done because it like, gives the sense that they were right, like it's something yeah. that's been getting built up to that's for been a while. boiling for a long time. Right? This came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. In season four, he kind of gave gave Walker a couple of side eyes, like ah, oh, that guy, you know, whatever. But <laughs> it, it, there's no reason for it to get. Sorry, I just want to point out that these are the same type of people that say like women can't do things because they're too emotional. And so now you're gonna write how right. like these people like after like a small little tiff mm-hmm. and they go from a little tiff to stabbing each other and rolling around in the dirt and <laughs> punching each other like. But then, as exactly. soon as they finish punching each other, then they're all buddies again. Well, yes, because mm-hmm. the, the, the pack order has been reestablished. Yeah, the pack order. Because you have to reestablish the wolf pack after. By the way, remember, mm-hmm. that study has been debunked by the original person. Debunked. So yep. it. Yep. Debunked. It's just family groups. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, as the big daddy patriarch walks off into the sunset literally he does this the little boy he says turns to i guess his fucking dad and says i know what i want to be when i grow up what i want to be him i know what i want to be when i grow up what's that kid him i want to be him And points to Daddy Patriarch as he walks John into Dunn, the sunset. Yeah. Like, I kid you not, that fucking happens, and I hope we put a clip of it, because it fucking happens. And I just, I was oh, aghast. Like, did that fucking happen? Did that, did they do that? I feel like I just watched a parody. Like. It, it, it does uh, yeah, feel let like me, parody. This is, what this show made me think of is it felt like. Like, you know, the the theory on Starship Troopers where Starship Troopers is like in universe, it's propaganda It is you know, fascist Mm -hmm. propaganda presented Mm -hmm. by that universe's government. Right. Right. And that's like the the story behind what it what it's meant to be. And this is like a cowboy show in that same setting. Mm. Sure. This is this is the cowboy show that a fascist propaganda regime would produce about cowboys. Right. Now, and and right. I have to point something else out too because this is also really fucked up and very patriarchal. It's So you mentioned, I didn't know this but you mentioned that women were not always allowed in the bunkhouse. Well after or this, yes. because we obviously can't handle the wildly <laughs> uh, feminine wilds of the woman in the bunkhouse. <laughs> so he... Uh, Daddy Patriarch says, no more. No more girls in the bunkhouse. What about Teeter? She's a good hand. She has no, any trouble. All of them. No more women in the bunkhouse. Like, well, what about this... It's their fault. Uh, what about this ranch hand that we have that is, you know, really useful <laughs> and, and really job. good at her job? And right. it's like, 
even her, get them all out of there. Even and her. So the next day, when right uh, when he's dragging all the men to you know reestablish the the pack to go order, to the beating, he gives her her paycheck and's like, all right, you're out of here. Where's Mia? Mia. She left. Mm -hmm. This here is for you. Give that to her when you see her. Tater, pack your shit up. You both are gone. Hey, what the fuck did I do? It ain't my decision. The rest of y'all can come with me. Let's go. It's like, what What did I fucking do? It's like, well, I don't give the orders. It's It's not me, I. I but you have to go. I'm, I'm only following orders. Uh-huh, and, and it's orders. like, don't get me wrong. I don't think it would be best to be here, but I don't know this woman's position, and... Right. It, it is her job. It's her you job. Need to have a job to live, and, so, right. you know. Like, she kind of, in this one episode before the stabbing, seemed like she was enjoying herself. So, like... Yeah. It, and it's just such, like, childish. It's like, well, if you can't have... If you, if you can't not fight without these little women toy dolls here, then we're gonna take them away. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... Yeah. It's just so... It's their fault that you can't control yeah. yourself. You, you can't control your urges or it's whatever. It's like, you can't have women on a ship. Like, It'll drive the ship mad. I just just yeah, think about it. These exactly. grown-ass adults, one of them in, like, at least their 50s, like, mm. having little 60s. kissy fights to the point of stabbing mm. over women, apparently. And yep. so to solve this, grown-ass men... It's like, okay, well, we'll take the women away, and you know, you're going to go to the corral and beat each other up. Grown-ass right. men. Perfect sense. So, the show at large. I love to bring this one up because I thought that it probably doesn't... I haven't seen another episode of this show that fully... There are worse episodes than Oh, this. my God. Uh, there's... Yeah, there's a lot better ones, but there in, in terms of like fully encapsulating the I believe the half of that statement. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but but in terms of like fully encapsulating the hegemony and the messaging and and the the direction of the show, like this one really just closed it all. It's got a little bit of everything. It's got the got the mythic past, it's got the cowboy code, the fake one. Uh it's got the you know the bad ranching stories. It's got the women don't belong in the bunkhouse. It's got the weird marriage stuff with. It's got the child abuse. It's got her all in this. And the vegan making fun of the vegan stuff. I mean, it's just hit after and hit after hit. I, I need to point out too, like me, uh, people don't want to work anymore. This is their idea of work, mm -hmm. by the way. Is you come here and you deal with literal uh, emotional and physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Or you'll go away. And it doesn't matter because apparently if we think that you're endangered to the nepotism, we'll get rid of you anyway. I mean, I just imagine Beth Dutton typing something on Facebook like, <laughs> nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, knowing this... Proud knowing pure this blood. Shit is going on. Oh my god. <laughs> like, knowing this shit is going... Like, you know, this whole fight and, and everything that just happened and then seeing people, like, leave. The ones that they didn't fire, like... If they were allowed to leave because they can't leave because they're branded, and and let me point out, slaves. they fired the people who did not do the stabbing. Right, they did. Like, and all of this is yeah. That's ugh. that's I, I like I I realize that you know Montana is a very different place than Ohio, but like there's got to be like an equal opportunity office for the the state of Montana, right? That you mm -hmm. can go to and be like, hey, uh, 
I got dismissed without cause specifically oh. because of my gender. This violates sure this a lot of federal laws. I bet they wouldn't do anything. I'm sure in this universe the uh, Duttons own that, that yeah. or have, like, one of their cousins is probably the arbiter of that uh, I mean, <laughs> that branch or something. I mean, think about it, though, Jack. Like, we're from a small town that was run by several, like, really big families. If you, yeah. if you fucked with the wrong people, you'd probably be screwed. Right. Right, and the show the show indicates that this is like, the this this ranch has serious reach. Like it is like, you know, statewide reach. They're land barons. And in some cases, federal. Like they're land, they're actual literal land barons, and it, it's weird to see that the show glorifies it to such a degree. It feels like they try to write it that they try to write this stuff as if it's the stuff that is the good stuff that the characters do is presented as a character flaw. The compassion, the empathy that they show sometimes, the mercy that they that John has every once in a while, like the the whole bailing the vegan lady out of jail and inviting her over to the house, like that was a flaw on his part. Like he, he, I mean, because it seems weakness. it seems pretty explicitly like he did it for sexual reasons and not to do her a favor. <laughs> well, I will right. say, but then, I was judging the vegan for sleeping with the or with the opposition, so. The fact that that maybe didn't happen, I I have a little bit more respect for her. I honestly can't remember. I don't think that it did, but I I, I can't remember if it did or not. That's how the, that's the how the only reason the you would go uh, try and sleep with uh, the opposition that you're protesting against is to honeypot them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which if if that's the case, good for her. <laughs> I hope she does it. But, maybe. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but. But yeah, I mean, like Taylor Sheridan obviously is touched in the head. Like he, uh, this person has a very, very strange ideology about what it means to be a cowboy or what it means to be a rancher or what it means. And clearly, he's just like taken his wealth that he's gotten from writing screenplays and movies, I guess, bought this ranch and now thinks himself a cowboy, I guess. And, you know, I'm sure he spent a lot of time with. A lot of authentic ranchers that probably have some terrible, terrible takes, terrible ideologies, and probably eat a lot of this crap up. But I have to imagine, and maybe I'm wrong, but I have to imagine that some of them kind of are tired of putting up with this shit. Well, I mean, from <laughs> like, my understanding, there is a whole subset. I mean, and we and you encounter them of like, they're they're your boat owning Republicans, right? Like, because uh, they're not all the beautiful California. Voters. But they're they're the ones that have like the the big ass fancy shiny trucks, you know they they mm-hmm. have those they have those sunglasses, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. You know they have all these fancy toys and gadgets and whatnot, and maybe they're from a rural area, maybe they're from a ranch, but they've never been they haven't been on one in years. And if they do have one when they're older, they have they have a bunch of people they've hired to take care of it for them, like. They don't know, but they think they do because they're told that they are. And it's also that ideal, that idealistic thing. Like it's, yeah, it's a part of their identity, but it's also not. But right. this is what it, they're supposed to be, but they're not. So they come up with all of these ideas because, in the actual truth of the matter, is they have not actually suffered. But it goes against all of this narrative. Not saying. And this is a particular type of Republican that I'm 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 pointing out. The, these are not actually blue-collared people. Maybe they were once, but it's been so long that yeah. they have no idea what the lifestyle's like anymore. Right. 
And then, and it's like a coalition of those people got together and wrote and directed the yes. show. <laughs> I mean, it, it it's it's everything in the show is just. I've said it before. I think I said it. It's a boomer's wet dream, but it's it's not necessarily just a boomer thing. It's it's the you know, like you said, the 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 wealthy sort of stereotypical Republican, you know, Greg Abbott, cowboy hat wearing, big truck driving, belt buckle type of cowboy that is not really totally in touch with the land in a in an authentic way. It's but all about the aesthetics. A, I own this. Yeah, I own this sort of way and 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 this is, you know, yeah, the aesthetics and the it's like you said like the they're fine with the colonization and the conquest of the natives and the indigenous people so long as they get to put a couple of feathers on their wall or you know have have a have By a, a dream a catcher at the trophies. gas station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They they're fine with that. They just uh, they they respect it in that sense. So it, you know, it's it's gross to watch it. I've, you know, not not ashamed to say that I I watched four seasons of it. I I kind of there's some less than terrible stuff in the first two seasons. Uh, season three, like sort of nosedive pretty hard, and then season four at this point, it's just like what this at this episode was the turning point for me on just being like I'm, I'm well, done. I I'm done. This is enough. I, I do have to bring up something funny though, because um, when I was trying to find this episode, I googled vegan season four because uh, that's normally mm-hmm. enough to find the episode, right? And all I got were just articles and. Uh, form posts from these conservative types complaining about how Yellowstone was getting too woke in season four. <laughs> well, dude, this is woke. I you I don't know. All woke? I know is that's what I kept finding. <laughs> oh my god! But it doesn't surprise me, knowing like the types of people that you know worship these characters and stuff. It's it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, it, it's. <sighs> It, the, the plot is not predictable because the plot is so far off the rails. But like all of the character development is predictable as it gets because it's a, it's a trope. Like every single thing about it is a trope. Casey being the the you know Afghanistan you know hard ass war veteran guy, and then comes back to be a livestock agent, which somehow has the authority to you know do raids and wield firearms and stuff like that. They can do it as livestock um. agent. And then they, you know, have control of the police. They, they, they do all this weird, sort of, you know, walking off into the sunset and treating their kids like crap. And then the kid turns around and is like, "That's what I want to be when I grow up." You know, it's just weird, man. <laughs> it's like straight from a propaganda poster. But I, I do need yeah. to point out, like, there's like three other storylines that happen that we didn't have time to cover. Oh yeah, I know. But it it didn't really. Make uh, that the much the kid from American Beauty, the the camera guy from American Beauty, is in this. Oh yeah. Yep. Because I, I kept oh, thinking yeah. he was Zachary Quinto, uh, and he was not Zachary Quinto. He was the other guy. Oh right. Is it West Bentley? Yeah. 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 He's one of the sons. He's like the. Uh, yeah. He his whole he has a whole storyline with uh, his his birth father. They yeah, that whole bit was like, super plot. confusing. Yeah, they had a they had like a plot to 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 kill John Dutton or something like that, and he's like. He had a redemption moment and then turned it away. But yeah, again, like I said, they've y'all brought it up. They've got six to seven different plots going on at the same time. The rest of the series pretty much that convoluted. But I think the main takeaway here is that you know this is not. My dad told me I asked him if he watched the show early on because I I would. It's the type of show that I figured he would have been like, yeah, well, we've seen every episode, of course. 
And, and he texted me back and was like, oh, I couldn't watch it after halfway through. We watched halfway through season one, and they let a bull loose in the tavern. What? And nobody said anything about it or did anything. Nothing happened as a result. Like, they just did it to... They pull a trailer up to the saloon and let a bull loose in it just to rile up the people in the... I guess to get them back or to prank them or something like that. Yeah, and then, that, like, nothing that's a happens. big deal. It's just... <laughs> that my dad was like, I couldn't, I couldn't watch anymore after that, and I was like, Good for your dad. Yeah, I will give him, out. I will get, definitely give him that. When when you said that he said that he couldn't watch it, also because of the authenticity. Oh, I fun joke for me. I said that the uh, Homeward Bound has more ranch authenticity than this show. That little scene <laughs> with does. the woman at the start. <laughs> yeah, it does. It sure does. I mean, that's the thing. Like, maybe if Taylor Sheridan's ranch maybe is run like Yellowstone, I don't know. If that's the case, I'll veer very far away from it and never go to it. It's also super weird that it's called the Four Sixes. I guess that was because of a poker hand or something, but it's just weird, man. Like, injecting your own self so much into the show and just like this wannabe is well, it's that's Yeah, because that's it. That's what they, they have to do that because they haven't lived mm. it. So they have to convince themselves that this is who they are when it's not. And then other people who have no experience, like, you know, the conservative audience for this doesn't even a lot of times have the same experience with farm work and ranch hands that you all have. Right. And so Mm -hmm. they see this and this because this shapes their understanding of what cowboy stuff is. Mm-hmm. And, like, they get this idea. So they're going to watch this and get an idea that, oh, yeah, this is, you know, more or less what it's like, probably. And uh, mm-hmm. that's going to impact how they look at the world around them as a result of right. that. Including, but not limited to, policy decisions by lawmakers. They're going to look at this and say, oh, well, those, you know, the those... <laughs> Native uh, indigenous casino owners are trying to take away the land from the poor white ranchers oh my that God. have had it for, and their family. I mean, think about. I it, mean, though. that's like, already that's an gonna... issue in like Oklahoma, like yeah. with the whole McGurk. Right. Oh my God! Nope, right. that's not related. So we don't really, we don't really need any more content like this in the world. Like, I, I mean, it's 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 entertaining but for all the wrong ways. In my opinion, does more harm than it does good. You know, I don't really know. <laughs> what it would take to turn this thing around. I think it's a lost cause myself. <laughs> Hire some people who've actually been on a ranch. That Well, it's not. I mean, it's more complicated than that because you'd have to hire them and you'd have to listen to them. That, that yeah, second part's right. the biggie because... Well, a and lot the thing of, is, yeah. too, like an accurate depiction of a ranch is not the purpose of the show. I know, but no. it Communicating me. their morality lessons and communicating... Yeah their beliefs that's the purpose of the show because like they claim like it's so important like that lifestyle is so important then why can't you get Mm -hmm. it right and i know the answer to that is because if they got it right then it might actually make them think critically because they don't know but just get it right god damn it just get something right it's weird too because like there are a lot of consultants on the show like there are a few like writing consultants and stuff the people that do work on ranch like the character lloyd actually is a honest-to-God cowboy. He actually worked on a ranch and, and and became an actor. And so, like, there's people that happened? are in the show. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, don't, I honestly well, don't I, know. I answered like that. You have to listen. Because, like, I mean, it's yeah, the it's right. that thing where it's like you surround yourself with yes-men and, and they yeah. won't say anything. I mean, 
I don't like getting paid. Yeah. What? Why does it matter if it's right? Yeah, at the end of the day, the guy who signs my paycheck says that I have to stab this guy in the heart. It doesn't make any sense from my character's perspective, but who am I to say no? You know, I'm, I'm on a show about people getting branded and working at a bunkhouse. I'm already in this deep. What difference is it going to make from here? You know, so... Yeah, I, I think that's good places I need to ca- kind of wrap it up and, and call it from here. I appreciate you all uh, enduring this one. I know it was a tough one to watch. So I mean, I got to, to, in a uh, weird way, talk about a special interest, so I, I guess <laughs> it worked. I feel sorry for everyone else having to listen to my, like, 20-minute rant on proper branch etiquettes. <laughs> I, I'd, be interesting, I'd be interested to see how this stacks up compared to, like, Letterkenny as far as mm-hmm. accurately depicting like small town and rural life because from you know what my, my wife grew up around that and from what she said letter Kenny, not that far off hmm. well let's do maybe we should do that one next because i uh i've watched only a few episodes of it so and they're in canada too right yeah. so mm-hmm. pretty close but so they've got I, texas in their eyes is what we're saying <laughs> uh, right, oh my right. god <laughs> Oh, do we oh, Jesus. gotta do pluggables, right? All right. Uh, we have a Patreon, Patreon.hedgepod, uh, patreon.com slash hedgepod. Uh, so be sure to check us out on there and subscribe if you want, and then that way we can help pay for better equipment and stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, Hopefully it shows we got a little bit of a mic upgrade here recently, so hopefully yeah. that all comes together. We've got a Twitter. It's at H E G E P O D on uh, Twitter there. So check that out. And then if you want to uh, come on the Discord, uh, we've got links to that on the Twitter account. Also, solidarity nice. with the students who are standing up for themselves and walking out from yeah. the schools and strike against these dumbasses and in charge. Terrible COVID policies for sure. Yeah, solidarity with King Supers, COVID uh, strikers, solidarity with the kids at uh, Broward, solidarity with the uh, Brooklyn eviction defense. Yep. You know the Appalachian heaters and heater block. They're they're pushing out heaters in Appalachia. Solidarity with the students uh, occupying in Chicago. The walking out of Peyton High School, uh, Walter Peyton just. Just tons and tons of, of movements too, going I on think, right is, now. They, they have a strike. Yeah, I said King oh, Supers, sorry. Kroger, King Supers, all the same. Yeah, it's the same. So, so definitely shout out to all of y'all. Um, if you got any ideas for a show, hit us up. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit this Discord. Um, just drop us a line. We'd be happy to have new guests on the show. If you're working on anything, feel free to reach out. We'll make sure and get you a spot. And with that, we will catch you the next time. Bye. Bye. I've been thinking that I could leave this town Cut back on my drinking, stop this running around Playing songs till after midnight, staying up till dawn There's something in the dust and wind that keeps me hanging on And I never thought I'd live to see the day I'd say goodbye I ain't crying, that's West Texas in my eyes. Fuck this place. Mia!